Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. All right, go ahead. Are you ordering a pizza? No, we're not ordering a pizza. Oh, man. Bummer. There's bagels. There's rice cakes. There's peanut butter. Oh, there's rice bacon, cakes. Yes. Bacon. Bacon. There's cereal. I've been doing it all week. There's salad. I did eat three chicken breasts. Wow. And they were not full chicken breasts. Three chicken breasts, huh? They were, I mean, they were, they weren't anything to brag about, you know? It was probably like six ch- chicken strips if you were to. Combine them. Oh, that's nothing. What's better than this? Guys, we're on the Rap Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from and we are your hosts here on this episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We are very excited to start a new series where Kyle and I are going to go division by division and pick our ultimate teams to compete for this coming season using only players from the teams in that division. Should have a lot of fun with this series. Kyle, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. First of all, has a really nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's, it, it, it's, that's it, beautiful. It is. I think the people are going to be really excited about and what we're doing in the future. Uh, so folks, get pumped. Uh, Draft Dudes is not going anywhere. This is going to continue to be a staple of your podcast rotation. We will continue to be the dudes. Obviously, there are some changes coming on the horizon uh, at the end of last week. We made an announcement that uh, we are closing the book on NDT Scouting, uh, which I would just like to, before we get started with this series, Joe, uh, thank you and the rest of the guys that worked with me at NDT Scouting over the course of the past five years uh, to grow and cultivate that into what it became and ultimately into this opportunity that we now have uh, with our new home, which we'll get into some details with you all 
early next week. But in the meantime, no, this is not a retirement party. This is a celebration of what NET Scouting was over the course of its five-year journey. And Joe, a celebration of the next chapter in our professional lives as being NFL Draft Scouts. So uh, cheers to NDT. Uh, cheers to you, Joe, as my co-host here on the show. Cheers to the guys um, who worked alongside us and did battle with us as we worked our way up the sports media ranks. But uh, do not be sad. Don't be sad because it's over. Smile because it happened. And we are certainly smiling with what comes next. Yeah, man, big things are coming. I think that everyone is just going to love our new home. And the good news is you don't have to do anything if you're a DraftTube subscriber. This will continue just like it always has under the same feed. So uh, this will DraftDudes will continue. You're going to get more DraftDudes. Kyle and I have a lot of plans uh, for maybe more shows per week and those types of things. So uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And uh, keep it right here because we're going to keep this thing going even with our new home. Yeah, I don't know. Scientists don't even know. You know, it's one of those. Science? No, yeah. they don't. No, it's it's an exciting time uh, for Draft Dudes listeners. So, uh, yeah, Joe, um, before I know I just had a nice little eulogy for NDT scouting, and I don't want to get too emotional here, so I want to take an opportunity here uh, to do a pivot and talk about something that just really warms my heart. And that's Ben Simmons being announced Rookie of the Year last night with the NBA Awards. So Donovan, uh, Donovan Mitchell, sit your ass down. Stop crying. You did not win Rookie of the Year. We're playing by the rules here. This is not the first second-year player that's ever won Rookie of the Year. Yet, magically, you know, you've been crying since February about how Ben Simmons isn't a rookie because he was drafted last year and he didn't play because he was hurt, but technically it doesn't count. Nonsense. Ben Simmons, 2018 Rookie of the Year. It is final. I don't want to hear or see any more of your stupid sweatshirts or your candy vans that have rookie question mark on the side which he showed up to at the award ceremony last night. Uh, pour one out for Donovan McNichol's Rookie of the Year campaign because it is over, Joe, and I love it. Kyle, I could tell that felt good, but my favorite point was that I could tell you wanted to say Donovan McNabb every time you said Donovan Mitchell. I actually wanted to say Dominant, or Donovan Bitchell, but I kind of <laughs> bit my tongue. and um, So I'm, I'm trying to put the filter on. But, Joe, it actually, yeah. in all honesty, it is a little liberating that uh, we don't have to be so corporate tight-knit right now. We're kind of in that limbo phase, right? <laughs> so if I want to drop the B word, I can drop the B word. And all I just right. did. There you go. There's been a few few cuss words on the podcast throughout the years. Uh, I'm sure that felt good. I don't have any opinion. I think Ben Simmons probably deserved it. And, right, um, he did. It, absolutely right. It's the rules, so uh, – Congratulations on the uh, the process Thanks, continuing man. to be trusted in, in Philadelphia. Thank you. Kyle, the AFC East is bad. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it was, I was going through these rosters trying to make these these uh you know make my ultimate team here, and uh, not a lot of great players, not a lot of star power. Despite you know obviously the Patriots being a, an AFC contender, but the rest of this this division just really lacks talent in so many places, which I think will be revealed when we pick our ultimate teams uh, starting right now. So, Kyle, any thoughts on this, or you want to jump right into quarterback? I want to make a clarification right now. All right. 
are you and I collectively drafting one team, or are we each drafting a team? Look, I'm bringing my picks to the table. Uh, this is this is who I would pick. I think it should be our own respective teams, and you know, I think there's going to be a lot of similarities. Maybe we'll debate the differences, but revealing our picks for who we would have as the ultimate team from the AFC. And and this is for one season, correct? One season, yeah. One so we're not season. building for the future. We're trying to win a Super Bowl in 2018, and these are the guys that we're, you're going to pick. So it's okay. it's going to probably stay away from a lot of young guys, and uh, uh, just hey, we're trying to get the best player at every position to field a roster to win this year. Well, this is going to suck. <laughs> this is <laughs> we picked the, like the worst division to start with. Like at we least, but it's got to happen. Yeah, I guess it's like a band aid, right? You just get it out of the way. Yeah, and it's our division, right? Our favorite teams, Bills, Dolphins, and here. So, uh, you know, we'll see where we went homer. So how many how many Bills few. players are on your defensive unit? I'm going to say at least Defense. I'm going to say at least 6. 6. Oh, you're wrong. Uh 3. Wow, I'm pr- I'm not, What is it? 5 now? No, it's 4. All right, it's actually 6. You're right. No, it's 4. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. If it does turn yeah, out to be 4, player. I'm very proud of you. I have one player on offense. No, I have two. I have two. Of course you do. Yeah. Had to get Josh Allen. I was going to say, uh, Zay Jones obviously made the cut, right? Zay Jones for sure. Uh, okay, quarterback, Tom Brady. Is there anything to talk about here? No. I mean, let's just okay. let's write it in Sharpie and let's move on with our lives. All right, running back, who you got? LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. There's no real strong contenders. Shady McCoy is the best back in the division. As if if you think somebody made a push in 2018, like let's say Shady hits the the 30 plus wall, right? If there was one back in this division who you could see kind of taking a step forward that would at least make you stop and think if we did this again next year, who would it be? Well, I mean, if we did it again next year, it's it's Sony Michelle, right, with the Patriots. But uh, I, I mean, Frank Gore's in this division. It's, you got to remember, he plays for the Dolphins. You know, he's as productive and as reliable as a back as there in the, is in the NFL. He's maybe not as dynamic, but I know what I'm getting. Right. Yeah. It's um, Frank's a freak of nature, dude. Like, oh. Isn't isn't he like in the top six rushing all time or something like that? He may be. I mean, he just like he just churns it out. It's yeah, really he's, impressive. He's uh, wide receiver, Joe, I'm going to let you have the first one because uh, this is a really unfortunate series of events that's about to happen on this show. <laughs> I got. I think I got it. Mine is – I got to – I gave three. I have three here for my th- for my base offense. If you have Kelvin Benjamin, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I think you need oh, to let me get – Oh, my Lord. Listen, let me give you my three because it makes sense because I built – a receiving core with complementary skill sets to go with Tom Brady. And I have Kenny Stills, Julian Edelman, and Calvin Benjamin. I think you have three complementary skill sets that offer different things. People want to hate on Calvin Benjamin, but he's been productive every freaking year he's been in the NFL, and he's very worthy when you stack it up against the rest of the receivers in this division. I'm having my producer look up a statistic very quickly. Okay, well, I, I'm curious of your amazing receiving core that would be see if it didn't have Calvin. Okay, Mitchell. I'm just I'm just double checking that you're patting yourself on the back for 48 catches for less than 700 yards and three touchdowns for Calvin Benjamin last year. On the 29th passing offense in the NFL. 
He played six games on the 29th passing offense in the NFL. He played half a season with the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, I agree with you with Julian Edelman, and I agree with you with Kenny Stills. I so think Edelman pick. in the slot and Stills is a kind of a hybrid guy. You know, those guys have some interchangeability. Uh, Jordan Matthews? Chris Hogan? Robbie no, Anderson? I'm going to do – if he's healthy, I'm going to go Quincy Inua. You know, I, he was really impressive in 2016. Uh, obviously, that was a huge blow for the Jets missing him last year, and then Robbie Anderson suddenly stepped up, and turns out Robbie Anderson's a psycho, so uh, <laughs> some, off, some off. <laughs> off the field stuff going on there that's a little hard to swallow, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and put him on the back burner. Uh, but if Quincy Anu was healthy, I think he's a really talented guy. So I would go him because his physical gifts to me are more impressive than what you would get with Calvin Benjamin. Me and Tom Brady and Calvin Benjamin are going to be living up the uh, the back shoulder throw. Uh, tight end Kyle Gronk, is there anything to talk about here? Uh, yeah, Gronk. I mean, no. Right. I mean, unless you want to throw Jordan Leggett into the mix. Was that a shot at me? Maybe. <laughs> the second best tight end in the AFC East is, is uh, Charles Clay, right? Um, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. C- okay. Considering the the other names in question here are Marquise Gray, <laughs> A.J. Derby, Duran Smythe, Clive Walford, Chris uh, Herndon, Bucky, Ho- Bucky Hodges, Mike Gusecki, Nick O'Leary, Logan Thomas, for- former quarterback Logan Thomas, mind you. Hey. Hey. This is a disaster. <laughs> it's, it's not terrible. good. Okay, I gave you my receiving core first. Give me your offensive line left to right. Oh, the whole offensive line? Yeah, just rip out the whole thing. Oh, jeez. I'm I'm actually going to go Deion Dawkins at left tackle. Oh, I I thought about it, but then I didn't. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I went ahead and I went there. Uh, Then I'm going to go with uh, Josh Sitton at left guard from the Dolphins. Uh, My center, (laughs) I'm probably going to go with Spencer Long. Free agent signing from Washington. Uh, Right guard, I'm going Shaq Mason from the Patriots. And then my right tackle, this was the hardest one of all because this is not a good group. Uh, I know Trent Brown Brown was supposed to get a look at at left tackle, but I'm going to keep him on the right side selfishly for the sake of this exercise, and I'll put Trent Brown at right tackle. All right. Uh, it's funny. You picked the – in two of the spots were different. You picked the guy that I thought about. So my offensive line from left to right, I went with Laramie Tunsil at left tackle. Uh, look. Don't do it. Can't tell me nothing. Don't, That's don't deep at Ole Miss, man. <laughs> I, know the, <laughs> I know there's a good left tackle built inside that. Somewhere. going to come out this – Somewhere. Look. He doesn't slip getting out of the bathtub on game day, maybe. Jeez. That dude, his college, man, him and, I debated him and Bosa for my number one player overall a few years ago. It was good. He's talented. I'm, I believe it's going to come together this year. All right, at uh, left guard, I have Josh Shitton. Uh, at center, I have David Andrews from the Patriots. I thought about Spencer Long. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other guard spot is Shaq Mason from the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And my right tackle, you're, you're going to hate my tackles. I have Juwan James. I think you underrate him. I know that you've been hating on Juwan James for, like, years and years, but I think he's an average right tackle in the NFL, and I don't think there's a better one in the AFC East. Oh, you know what? It's because it's I'm bitter because I hated that pick in 2014. 
You take well, a, you take a th- you take a third round player in the first round, and he's played like a fringe third round player, in my opinion. Dolphins do D- that sometimes. D- yeah, yeah, I know, I know. There's a reason why he was getting shopped around a whole bunch. Um, it's because I've seen him stumble through his pass sets enough to know that I've had my fill of of Juwan James. So I'll let you go ahead and take Juwan James gladly. I have three Dolphins in my offensive line. Three. Is that, a, it, is that more of a sign of the times changing where this Dolphins offensive line, which has neutered the offense for the better part of the last half decade, is finally better? Or is it just a sign of a bad division? A bad division. Yeah, I think it's that. I, I'm looking forward to doing the rest of the of the league because I think it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, right? like, there's going to be more, more names just going to be there. This it's not very exciting. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Pick. Some of these defenses are going to feast on yeah. opposing quarterbacks like... in this division. Defense was fun. Yes. Yeah, defense has a lot of talent. Should we do defensive ends? We'll do them in pairs? Sure. Defensive ends, and then we'll do interior? Yep. Why don't you okay. go ahead and do the honors on the defensive ends? All right. I've got Trey Flowers on one side, and i got Cam Wake on the other. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um... I really, I you're gonna be proud of me. I really wanted to pick Jerry Hughes. Oh, okay. But I did. So inconsistent. I know. Yeah. And for the sake of where the player is gonna fit, if you're playing an even front, I'm not gonna pick the guy I thought about as a loophole pick for one of my ends. So really, I'm gonna go with Cameron Wake and go gonna go with Robert Quinn. Really. Yes, I'll take both Dolphins' defensive ends. Well, I mean, if Robert Quinn's right, I and mean, we know what he's capable of, I think Trey Flowers is one of the most underrated players. Yeah, I mean, he's good. he's good. And, I mean, and he uh, moves around so much, too, you know? Mm-hmm. He plays a little bit inside. He gets some interior pressure. And they got a low-key uh, solid ad in Adrian Claiborne, too. Yeah. So, I mean, the, yeah. the Patriots have some interesting names. Derek Rivers coming back from injury as a rookie last year. Uh, Patriots have some names. Jets, I mean... When's the last time the Jets had an outside pass rusher? No, it's not. It's not what they do. That's it's a, been a while. I mean, Calvin Pace may have been like the Calvin best Pace. One the last... yeah. Since like the turn of the de- the, the millennium, yeah. they just they just have not had outside pass rushers. No. Really interesting. So Joe, you got on the interior. Yeah, let's do let's do the interior group here. Uh, I'm going to go with Leonard Williams, obviously. Leonard was my guy, like, oh, he plays in. Maybe I could play him at defensive, but I chose not to. Not going to get cute on you, Joe. Uh, and then Kyle Williams is going to be my other pick on the interior. So I got a really, really nice pairing, an explosive guy in Leonard Williams, and a really stout dude in Kyle Williams to kind of eat up some blocks there at the point of attack. Uh, I have Leonard Williams, and my other defensive lineman is going to be a surprise, but I have Malcolm Brown. Uh, Malcolm Brown was my third. Yeah. So he was right on the outside looking in for me. I think he's – look, man, I love Kyle Williams, obviously. I just think that he's – he regressed a lot last year, and I don't think people are, like, comfortable talking about it because he's – what he's meant to the Bills organization and the success they had last year. And just like he's just a loved player. But he was hey, – look, hey, he just wasn't he, – he regressed last year. I don't think he's going to – I mean, look, 
I for me it's just Malcolm Brown. He's younger, he's more explosive, he's strong, and so like I think went to the same thought process that you had there that I kind of have somebody with some athleticism to get up the field and then kind of a plug type player. So I like yeah. I like my tandem, but I respect the Kyle Williams pick as well. Okay, okay. So how do you want to split these three linebackers? <laughs> I thought this was a real crap uh, position for the division as a whole as well. Like, there wasn't a lot – there's not a lot of standouts here. No. No, I mean, unless you're going to roll on some upside here, which I have a feeling we're both going to do. I had to. I had to. All right, so I'm just going to give you my trio, and then you can give me yours. Yep, that's fine. All right, I've got Dante Hightower from the Patriots. I've got Avery Williamson, who's now on the Jets, and I've got Tremaine Edmonds. For the Bills, rolling on the upside, I need some athleticism to go with Williamson and Hightower. Uh, yeah, so we got two out of the three the same. I also have Williamson, who's super underrated player, really good football yeah. player. And uh, I also have Tremaine Emmons. I took the other Patriots linebacker, Kyle Van Noy. Oh, I thought about it. I yeah. thought about it. Yeah, he, he's a perfect kind of – it's a good example of, like, the way he was asked to play in Detroit – versus the way that he's been asked to play in New England. Like, New England just accentuates his strength so much better. And he's, he still has some issues with finishing tackles, but athletically he's a pretty diverse guy, and they can use him in a lot of different ways. And uh, uh, it's been nice to see him kind of blossom here in New England after looking like a massive bust the first couple of years he was in Detroit. Okay, so we were... You are racking up the bills more than I am. You have uh, I've got you know, one more than I do here. I've got four total. Okay. So. Which is more than me because I didn't have Deion Dawkins. Oh, but I did have – I had Calvin, Calvin Benjamin. Benjamin. So you're plus, you're plus one on the bills. Yeah. But now we, now we get to the secondary guy. Let's start with corners. Corners. I mean, Stephon Gilmore, right? He has to be. Yeah. Where, I mean, and let's clarify, we are doing a base, a base set, so two corners and two safeties, yeah. and that's it. Two corners, two safeties. Yeah. So I'm going Stephon Gilmore, and Joe, you're going to be real mad at me. I'm not taking it, Trey White. Go, end the podcast right here. If you don't Tr- have Trey Tr- White. Tremaine Johnson was spectacular. Uh, then get Gilmore off there and put – Tremaine Johnson Tremaine. is a big ad for the Jets. He is a really big ad for the Jets. He, I mean, he was spectacular with the Rams, and now you're kind of shifting over. And uh, the Jets have some reason to be excited. Again, let's get him a, a boundary pass rusher. But you know, the secondary, there's some exciting names in here. So I had to go with Tremaine Johnson, Joe. I'm sorry. I'll go with the guy that led the NFL in fourth quarter turnovers as a rookie, Tremaine. Uh, you know. Tredavious White, obvious pick. Stephon Gilmore, obvious pick. Okay. And then I respect safe. the Tremaine. I, no, look, I like the Tremaine. I, I think Tremaine Johnson is a good pick. I do. But I, I, I give me Trey White all day long. Safeties was the hardest, Kyle. I have four written down right now. Four. Yep. yep. And uh, are both are both of them bills? Or do you have two bills in there? Well, I have two bills and two non-bills. Yeah, you I think get, any four of these would be good picks. I think there's five good picks in this division in safety. Yes, there's five, but I, I only wrote down four. Okay, so let's – did you pick a bill? Yeah, I did. We went Micah Hyde, right? Micah Hyde for sure. 
Okay. Yep, Micah Hyde was one of my two. I did not pick Jordan Poyer. Did you pick Jordan Poyer? Devin McCourty. Okay, yeah. Devin McCourty was uh, my other pick as well. Really hard to leave Rashad Jones off. Yep, super hard. Rashad really, Jones is special. Player. Really hard to leave Jamal Adams off. Yep. And uh, was hard to leave Jordan Poyer off. Yeah, all five of those guys can't go wrong with. Yeah, I mean, De- Devin's just been a linchpin of the, the New England secondary. Yeah, so, super I smart mean, player. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's where the AFC's, the AFC eats strength collectively is safety. I would I would say the secondary in general. Sure, sure. As a, as a yeah, as a no, because you know, I mean, you you go team by team. Uh, the Patriots: Jason McCourty, Patrick Chung, Dem McCourty, Deron Harmon, Stephon Gilmore, and Duke Dawson. It's a good group. Miami: Minka Fitzpatrick, Xavier Howard, T.J. McDonald, Rashad Jones, Cordray Tankersley, Bobby McCain. Young group, but a good group. A talented, physically talented group. Scrying, Johnson, Marcus May, Jamal Adams, Mo Claiborne for the Jets. It's a good, it's a good group. Uh-huh. And then obviously the Bills, Trey White, Vontae Davis, in addition to that secondary, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer. Um, Philip Gaines, would we call Philip Gaines the next guy in line there? That's that's a fun – That's the slot battle between him and uh, uh, Teron Johnson, who I think has a legit chance of winning that job, uh, is for the nickel spot, so – between those guys. Yeah, I mean, this this is a loaded group in the secondary. Uh, the defensive lines have a respectable amount of talent and uh, nothing on offense at all. <laughs> Except for Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's, it's weird how they got – it's weird how the team that has the two best offensive players in the division keeps one in the division. Yeah. That's nuts. Who would have thought? Coach is not, well, if we're going to pick a coach, Belichick, right? You just, yes. Just do, do we have an offensive coordinator preference? Oh, that's fun. Um, what do we have? Uh, the, I mean, these offensive. are all these are all good coaches, these offensive coordinators. I like all of these offensive coordinators. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a strong group of coaches. I, um, I don't necessarily think they have the most to work with, which <laughs> yeah, right. is interesting, but – I mean, you got to go with McDaniel's, right? For that, I see. I I like Jeremy Bates. Dude, oh, you know what? That's strong. That's strong. I can live with that. But I, I actually might take both the Jets coordinators, Bates and Casey Rogers. It's a good staff. It is a good staff. And then I'm taking Darren Rizzi, special teams coach for the Dolphins. I have no argument there. Come on, punters are people too, man. And field goals are for losers, right? <laughs> That's right. And it's a crying shame that won't fit as my new Twitter handle. I don't have enough characters to make that happen. When is the new handle coming out? Because we've been talking uh, about it for a couple of weeks. Now. If if you're listening to this show on Tuesday, there's a good chance the Twitter handle might be changed by now. All right. So a uh, little tease for you. Look for me. You're going to have to search for me or type my name in. I don't know. I might I might change my name to the artist formerly known as NDT Scouting. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, with that in mind, I would kindly invite you 
to reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, Twitter search Kyle Krabs to find me, because I don't want to tell you a place to find me and it not be changed, or it be changed and you're looking for NDT scouting. Joe's easy to find. He is at the Joe Marino. Uh, we have gotten a lot of great recommendations for some show concepts. Uh, we look forward to diving into those uh, in the coming weeks as we kind of come down the home stretch. Uh, we're getting ready to turn the calendar over into July, so we're about two months away from college football coming back and getting some fresh games to talk about. So hang with us. We're keeping it fun. We're, we got some fun topics. Thanks to all of you, our listeners, as well, for uh, offering some show ideas to do so. Uh, I am Kyle Crabb signing off with Joe Marino, and we are from and we'll chat with you again soon. Have a great day, everybody. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.